Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. Yes, it's Brad Gisa, story time. Welcome to story time for Tuesday, January 11th. I feel the need again to mention that story time and the whole show in general is not for kids. And this is a good example. Sometimes life lessons are just, they usually spring up when they do. Sometimes your parents might take you to something that they know will be a life lesson. But a lot of times, the biggest life lessons just happen when they happen and where they happen. This happened to me when I was about 13. We all have that moment when we realize some of the hard truths about the agriculture industry and the cattle industry. You know, FFA kids learn those truths, too. These these are animals, but they're also... Food. Burgers Food. and, and yeah. steaks and, and the other things that we well, need. I could sure go for one. One of the things I despised the most about going to school was the fact that we lived so far in the country that I had to ride the bus. I liked living in the country, but the bus was the worst. I was usually the last one to be dropped off. But anyway, it was so we spent a lot of time waiting for the bus. And I used to walk down by Richard and Tim Rose's house, the, the guys who I mentioned plenty of times. We got in a lot of trouble together. And that happened to be right in front of... Mike Mercer's house. We mentioned Mike Mercer and his dad, the, the hard-drinking Marine that didn't take any guff. We turned his power off and said it was the, because they didn't turn the bill. He lost his mind. Rotten. You're rotten. Yeah. You are rotten. I'll, I'll just as a little side note, this, this also happened uh, at the bus stop. Because we had about 15 or 20 minutes before the bus would show up. And about two days before then, his son, Mike Mercer, was driving near our house. And we had acquired. All right, we stole them. We, we stole some primers. This person used to do his own reloading. So the primers of themselves, they would explode if you would hit them with a hammer or something because they're, they're made to prime the gun. Sure. So we found out that if we put two or three of them, stacked them on top of our pellet gun and shot it, all three of them would go off and it'd sound like a good, like a gun. Yeah. Mike Mercer, the little wussy that he was, <laughs> thought that we were shooting at him with a gun. And he goes to my parents' house and peels out in the driveway in our lawn saying, your son's going to get in trouble. We're calling the cops. And he takes off. So we go to the bus stop one morning, and Mr. Mercer comes out and says, if you ever shoot a gun at my son again, I'm going I'm to wrap the barrel around your neck. And he was not joking. He said that with all seriousness. And this is the only time I ever saw Tim actually genuinely. He's like, Mr. Mercer, we did not shoot at your son. We, we were shooting pellet guns. It was a misunderstanding. I promise. We're sorry. Because Tim's the same guy that said what Brad said. You know, Tim, Tim was not a guy to come up and apologize. <laughs> so that's whose house we're staying in front of. So every day, going to school, we're, we're going to catch the bus there. And one year, he bought three caps. It was a, maybe about a quarter of an acre, a little pasture. Yeah. And every morning, we didn't have anything else to do. We would bring oranges from our house, and we'd, we'd feed the calves. And, then just kind of, and we even named them. There was Daisy with a little brown calf, and there, was, and there was Chuck, and then there was Gray Boy. Daisy was the, little, the girl that we liked, and didn't even think about it. And as the year went on, they grew into full-grown cows. And we would still bring them food and talk to them during the, waiting for the bus. One fateful day, we're waiting for the bus. And a truck pulls up, and it looks kind of like a tow truck. It's got a big jack on the back. It backs into where the cow things are. That's for lifting cows. Yes. And we're we're not even really (laughs) starting to read the side, something about meat packing on the side. Yeah. (laughs) And the cows are looking at us, and the cows are looking at them, and we're looking at them, and we're looking at the cows. And a guy t- the guy takes out a nice rifle. Nice knowing you. And, and, and by the way, at this time, we just see that our bus is coming. It's coming down the road. As the bus pulls up, it stops. Guy takes out a rifle. Before anyone could say, oh, God, please tell me this is not happening. 
He drops Daisy like a stone right there. Bam! The guy was fast. In a fluid motion, he had her back legs on that on the, the hydraulic. <laughs> yeah, lifted yep. her up. The sharpest knife I've ever seen. From scam, from right skim, there, gutted it right there. Oh no! That the bus is pulled up at this point. You don't do that in front of a bunch of kids. Our mouths are hanging open like. Ugh. Oh. And here was the sad part. In dead silence, we turn and look, and the cow's mouths are the other two. The <laughs> married mouths are hanging on the hey, ground. Look what they did to Daisy! We, oh, no. And I have this ringing in my ears. Yeah. And by, we get in the bus, and it's the most silent ride to school we've ever. It was just like. The most solemn, even the bus driver, the bus driver was disturbed because we all we all knew those guys. <laughs> I kind of think that, that that guy did it on purpose just to have a little bit of a because he could have waited five minutes for us sure. to all leave. Why? Why would a grown man yeah. do that to a bunch of kids? I don't know, That's but crazy. If if a cow's face could hold expression, those other two cows' face said everything I needed to know because they knew. Nice guess, guess what? <laughs> We're gonna be hanging on that thing next. Oh. Oh. There you go. So uh, it was a harsh reality that I, I learned, and 